Welcome to the study podcast. We are here to encourage and equip the church that people would fall in love with Jesus and better serve him today. Well, if you're joining us for our study in the book of Acts, today we're going to talk about uh, what stands out in Acts 1 through 7. Uh, Mainly I've picked out uh, seven verses or passages that sum up what is being said in this uh, great book, in this part of the great book. And uh, please don't let these these verses only be your only study as you uh, read this book. I uh, strongly suggest that you read the context, you understand, and apply all of it. Uh, Acts 1 through 7, you know, we see, as we stated in our class, we see the in Jerusalem side of the story of the church. Um, and we want to talk about what sticks out to us. And uh, please, you know, let me know, let us know what sticks out to you. Uh, how does this community work? Uh, what are its goals? Uh, what is its purpose? Uh, and that is answered to be a witness to what God has done in Jesus the Messiah. And what can we learn from the first seven chapters in this action-packed book as the Holy Spirit moves upon man for the glory of God and the spreading of the good news? Well, let's jump right in. So we come to Acts 1, 8. Acts 1, 8. But if you will receive but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, in all of Judea, Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. You know, we, we tune in to what matters to us. You know, God wants us to widen our gaze. He wants us to see that we have a purpose and a mission to not just deal with the problem out there but also with the problem in here, in our hearts. We need to know that Jesus the Messiah, that in Jesus the Messiah we have received the Holy Spirit, and that is powerful. And through this receiving, we are able to be his witnesses today. You know, I I think a a lot of people are wondering what their purposes are today. What what is my purpose? Why am I here? You know, um, big, big questions like that. And really it is, you know, summed up in some different ways of, of, you know, knowing God and making him known or, you know, loving God with our all, our all and loving our neighbor as ourselves, you know, and these big, huge mantras of not just philosophical rhetoric, but also theological rhetoric give us amazing purpose in not just the big endeavors. I, I think sometimes we get caught up in, you know, what's the big, huge thing that God wants me to do? And I think literally sometimes it is just being a witness, having that power and being a witness in your Jerusalem, in your Judea, in your Samaria, and in your ends of the earth, you know, and, and just knowing that by your character, by your action, and by your by your words that you can reside in the power that he gives you by God indwelling you, the Holy Spirit, uh, to be his witnesses uh, today. And then we turn to Acts 2, 42 through 47. So this passage uh, really uh, gives us an awesome picture. And they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and the fellowship 
and to the breaking of bread and the prayers. And awe came upon every soul, and many wonders and signs were being done through the apostles. And all who believed were together and had all things in common, and they were selling their possessions and belongings and distributing the proceeds to all as any had need. And day by day, attending the temple together and breaking bread in their homes, they received their food with gladness and generous hearts, praising God and having favor with all people. And the Lord added to their number day by day those who were being saved. Now, have you ever wanted something that you could really feel you were a part of? A whole community, a group that is so sold out on what it believes it is who they are. You know, these verses show us a community that are deeply and desperately in love with Jesus. They're growing, they're learning, they're loving, they're breaking bread together, they're in awe, and they uh, gladness, gladness and, and generous hearts fill them. You know, they, they worship together and they live life together. They had all things in common. And in a life today that we can't find wholeness as an individual, we find that the truth of the matter is, is that we are made for life together. We are made for community. We are made to work together in our diversity we have the ability to have unity through the Holy Spirit. And we have the ability to be real with one another and, and love one another. And I, I just love those verses because it, it gives us such an awesome picture of what the church could be today and what the church needs to be. Um, Acts three twenty five and 26 and you are sons of the prophets and of the covenants that God made with your fathers, saying to Abraham, And in your offspring shall be shall all the families of the earth be blessed. God, having raised up his servant, sent him to you first to bless you by turning every one of you from your wickedness. Israel had a special place in God's plan for their forefather, Abraham, was given an unconditional covenant that by no matter his actions, God would use him to bless the families of the earth. And that promise is fulfilled in Jesus, the Messiah, the Christ. God wants to turn us from our wickedness, from our sins that keep us far away from God. And through Jesus, he comes to us, the enemies of God, and he dies for us and redeems us and restores us to where we belong, because we don't belong enjoying, quote-unquote, our sin, but having true joy and wholeness in God, found alone in Jesus Christ. And then Acts four twelve, and there is no salvation, and no one, and there is salvation in no one else, for there is no other name under heaven given among men, by which we must be saved. You know, have you ever thought something was true, but then found out it wasn't? You know, there's there's a lot of those examples. You know, people that you know believe, you know, oh that ice is is thick enough, and they walk out in the ice and it falls 
through and they, they freeze to death or have hypothermia for a while. But these early believers saw, they, they witnessed Jesus. They saw the Son of God. They saw his life, his works, his wonders. They heard his words and they ate with him. They knew beyond a shadow of a doubt that this was salvation and this was only found in Messiah. And they boldly proclaimed it. Acts 5.39 But if it is of God, you will not be able to overthrow them. You might even be found opposing God. So they took his advice. This is advice from Gamaliel, who is actually Saul's teacher. Have you ever bought a toy and had it fall apart after leaving the store? Or bought a bag of chips only to find they're out of date or full of air? You know, things in this life don't hold water. But if it is of God, it will. The purpose, the promise, and the plan of the Lord cannot be overwhelmed. We turn to Acts 6, 7. And the word of God continued to increase, and the number of disciples multiplied greatly in Jerusalem, and a great many of the priests became obedient to the faith. In Jerusalem, the crowds that listened to Jesus teach, the crowds that yelled away with him, the crowds that were healed by him, or in his name, now believed in him. Jerusalem seems to have been filled with those worshipped, with worshipping Jesus. Even a great many priests are now coming to the Lord. You know, we think back into the Gospels and you know that Joseph of Arimathea and Nicodemus were actual members of the Sanhedrin, at least Nicodemus was. More members now of even the ruling council, maybe, were now trusting in Jesus. The entire apparatus, so to say, the infrastructure of Jerusalem was being changed and molded by the Holy Spirit through these believers. And that's that's something that we need to think about of our Jerusalem, wherever you live and wherever you are, that you would be about being a witness for Christ because you never know what he's going to do with you. You never know where he's going to change, not just you, but change the world around you. Acts 7, verse 56. And he said, Behold, I see the heavens opened and the Son of Man standing at the right hand of God. As we come to a close in the story of Jerusalem, We are met with a staggering historical fact that the early church community was founded in the very city where the person of Jesus was killed, buried, and rose again. We see the eyewitnesses' accounts predominantly through the sermons and the wonders of the early church community. The Son of Man, Jesus, is of God And he is God. He has come to redeem and restore humanity. This is the message of Christianity that man needs a Messiah and that man, Messiah, that that man, Jesus Christ, 
is Messiah, is God incarnate come down to redeem humanity, to rescue us. Now, if you have any more questions on any of these verses or passages and any of the subjects that we are talking about, please take time to uh, read the context of the verses and the passages and free feel to message us at our email or our Facebook at The Study on Facebook. And um, that we would take the time to uh, to read the words to understand the words and to apply the words to our hearts, to our minds and our lives because they are the breathed out words of God. And we at the study want to encourage you to continue on your study of not just the book of Acts but any other part of the Bible that um, if you're a brand new believer we uh, suggest the book of uh, the gospel of Mark. Uh, the Gospel of Luke is also an amazing gospel to go through and and just see what uh, what Jesus did and uh, the uh, Luke is a Gentile man writing a very very good history on uh, Jesus and um, his actions and and what he said and what he did and we also encourage you to to look at the church community. Um, around you and uh, find where you know, believers are you know, going about being witnesses of God and, and being faithful uh, pliers. And that um, you know, no man is an island. You know, I think we can find that truth right here in these, uh, in, uh, especially chapter 2, that we need a church community. We need fellow believers to break bread with, to uh, help us in hard times. And if you have any hardships going on right now, uh, please don't don't be afraid to to message us and um, to let us know. Uh, you know. We don't need details, but just to let you let us know that we will pray for you. And until next time, this is the study podcast. Uh, hoping that you have a blessed day and may God have the glory as we walk and witness for Him today.